0: in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all good morning dear children of god and welcome to tuesday of the second week of easter today being the 26th day of april 2022 Together we call upon the Spirit of God to come, dwell in us, and lead us in all we do. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is united in heart and in soul united in heart and in soul the first reading today is taken from the acts of the apostles chapter 4 from verse 32 to verse 37 and the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to john chapter 3 from verse 7 to verse 15. in the very first reading today The Bible tells us that the company of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power, the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them. There was not anyone needy among them, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the feet of the apostles, and distribution was made to each as any had need. They were united heart and soul. They were of one heart. In of one's soul. Why were they able to live this kind of life that is, if you like, word in parentheses, unusual, uncommon? You may even call it something that is outside the human way of doing things. This is because They are born anew in Christ Jesus. Jesus tells us in the gospel today, as he told the Nicodemus, that unless you are born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Unless you are born again. And that is the fact of our Christian calling. Many are actually born again in ritual. They are born again by faith fact of piety, but not in their inner person. In their inner person, the old person is still in existence and they live their life according to the dictates of the old man, the old person in them, the carnal person in them, the natural person in them. They are still living the life of emptiness, the life of the flesh. They are still driven, directed, motivated, and you know, propelled in what they do by the flesh the old man in them, the carnal self. To be born again is to acquire the mindset of God, the heart of Jesus Christ, the soul of Jesus Christ. Little wonder then, St. Paul will say, the life I live is no, lo- no, lo- it's no longer I who live by Christ, who lives in me. He will also say that the old has passed, and behold, everything is new. This is the people that constituted the early Christian community as recorded in the Acts of the Apostles in the first reading today. Because of their way of life, because of their oneness in heart and in spirit, in heart and in soul, they were able to bear witness to the risen Lord because they have become, if you like, another Christ. Jesus Christ has incarnated in them. The carnal person has died and they have allowed the person of Jesus Christ to live or raise, arise in them and incarnate in them. They are children of God. Many of us profess faith in Jesus Christ. Many are baptized and have been born again. In fact, if we want to follow what ritual talks about, but many in their heart, even though they have been baptized in ceremony and in ritual and many validly so are still far away from God because their heart is still the heart of the old person that is motivated and guided, propelled and directed by the spirit of The old Adam. Remember with the fall of the old Adam. His will for righteousness is weakened. And the power of the enemy, the devil, has come more active in him. This plays out a whole lot in our lives today. People are not united because they are not having a Christ-like heart. And so we are not united in heart and in soul. We are here in the church together. We are in family meetings together. We are in the same political parties together, in the same profession, on the same jobs, living in the same neighborhood. But yet we are living with hearts that are completely biased, hearts that are still engraved in ethnic, ethnic bias in um, quest for all kinds of things that are very displeasing in the sight of God. Biologically speaking, the physical body of a person is, if you like, um, animated by the organs, in the internal, the internal organs of the person. The physical body. It's kept alive, it's kept moving, it's kept functional by the internal organs. Remove the internal organs and the physical body will become completely incapacitated. Remove the heart for instance or the lung for instance or the respiratory system or the blood circulatory system or the the, the reproductive system uh, or any of the internal organs and the life of the individual physically becomes completely a mess. Similarly, As a Christian, as a believer in God, your being is animated by the spirit person in you. And because we have not got the person of Christ in us, we are so divided. You come to families, you see parents divided, and because they are divided, they neglect their children. They don't give them the proper attention and give them the proper training they should have as children being raised in a healthy family. Let me send them to beautiful schools, expensive schools, schools, powerful schools, and all of that. But that very attention, that very home training that can only be given by parents in a healthy home uh, is missing. People are divided. Greed has killed us. Selfishness has killed us you can imagine how will a nation like nigeria be united when every ethnicity when every region when every individual family when every um clique every cabal are only interested in working to promote the interests of those who belong to their kind it's just not possible How do you expect a nation to grow when a particular person would aspire to be the president of the nation and his wife is a senator and his daughter is in charge of the businesses in a particular state? It can't just work to see such a nation become united. Selfishness and greed is the driving force. How do you expect a nation to work as one when a particular individual who has been there as a vice president would want to to come aspiring to become the president of the country with the intent of continuing with the policies of the very government that he has been, vice president, in, and everything has moved from the better to the worse? If such a person is interested in the welfare of the common people, he will speak up against policies that have run down the nation. And so the list continues. Many, too many to be talked about. Look at Benway State, where the state governor will cry foul and all of that. Yet pensioners have not received their pension for almost a year, if not more. Many workers are not being paid. Schools are on strike. For months, almost a year, if not over a year. And you think such a state will ever know peace or live united? No, because these are Christians yet. Their hearts are not of Christ. A lot of us preachers, a lot of us men, supposed men and women of God, we are professing faith in Christ, teaching Christ, doing lots of miracles in the name of Christ, but our hearts are not Christ-like. We are not united in heart and soul. And so we backstab, we kill, we gossip, we meme and we destroy one another. The children of God. Today, the word of God challenges us. To imitate the early Christian community. Christians who will give up everything they have, submit them to be judiciously distributed by constituted authority for the common good of all. It is a clear on call to both leaders and the led, ecclesiastical leaders, civil leaders, traditional rulers, leaders of all levels and of all capacities. To begin to work more conscientiously for the welfare and the good of all. This does not mean there won't be oppositions, there won't be challenges, there won't be troubles along the way. But when you do your job well according to the will of God and when you walk with the mindset of Christ Jesus, the God who defended Christ and glorified him will do the same for you. Why do we kill ourselves, destroy, our, uh, destroy ourselves for things that we only enjoy in this temporary world, in this life that is so short? And then we are ready to suffer perdition in eternity. There is nothing you are going to take away from this world. Begin to sell your all and Make it valuable for the use of all, so that all may live a comfortable life. For God has put enough in the world for all to be comfortable and be happy. But the greed of a few have kept the world miserable, because many are denied what is meant for all. Because a few have hijacked what is meant for all for their own selfish interest and to promote their greed and their self-centered goals and desires who pray today for the grace to return to the lord to become truly baptized and born again letting go of our old selves letting put into death our old hearts, our ungodly inner persons and burying it with the waters of baptism so that we can rise with Christ in the power of the resurrection and see new people bearing the heart, the soul, the spirit and the person of Jesus Christ so that together we may be united heart and soul as one, working for the common good of all and ultimately for the salvation of all may god continue to strengthen us and bless his words in our hearts through christ our lord amen the lord be with you may almighty god bless you the father and the son and the holy spirit peace be with you and be assured of my prayers and my blessings always when your old man tries to take a better part of you remind yourself everything in this world ends in this world But eternity is waiting for you.